on the count of podcast. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Everyone's a Critic Podcast, nineteen ninety three. I am a professional film critic Sean Patrick. With me is Amy K. Hello. And MJ. Hi. Uh, and we're talking about the movies of nineteen ninety three in their chronico- chronological release order. Uh, last week we talked. To, we were going to talk about uh, a movie, and we watched it, and then didn't talk about it. Right. So we're going to talk about it now to to get it uh, out get of it the out way. Of, get it out of your brains. Yeah, it doesn't it deserve to have space to, in my head. To no. file this movie away permanently. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it away. Talking Far about uh, actor Daniel Stern's directorial debut. Somehow his only directorial effort, as I'm aware, unless he's done some TV. See, I think he abused his power with this film because then he put himself in the movie and he was the most horrid thing to witness in this film. Rookie of the Year, starring uh, Thomas Ian Nicholas, is that it? Let's say yes. He was in American Pie. Yeah. That's it. Uh, And and Halloween. Oh, was Uh, he in that too? The Busta Rhymes Halloween movie. (laughs) (laughs) The one where they killed Jamie Lee Curtis and then she came back. So it's not canon anymore. Oh, (laughs) well, fuck you for that. Gotta keep it canon. Yeah, yeah. This was this uh, this movie was so fucking annoying, and there's there's nothing that even Gary Busey could do to save it. Well, and he's not even trying. He's not even trying. Yeah, there's this whole thing, you know, Nicolas Cage, right? Nicolas Cage, like when he's in a movie, you like you're looking for those Nicolas Cage moments. Correct. Busey was the first Nicolas Cage because Busey had those moments before Cage did. That's true. Cage was always like kind of a respected actor who became Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Gary Busey was always Gary Busey. He's always Gary Busey. This and is th- the least Busey we've ever seen Gary Busey. See, that's the problem because he gave us a product we trust and then in this film does not deliver yeah. whatsoever. But especially, I mean, MJ, after seeing The Firm and getting kind of a, a really good glimpse of the Gary Busey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as, as short-lived as he was in that film, you have to admit, he was, he was the, the relief we needed in that film. Yeah. Yeah. This is not, uh, this is not The Firm Gary Busey. This is just Gary Busey, like, I, I'm just going to play a pitcher because I want to play a pitcher. It's like Daniel Stern like <laughs> reached into his chest, into Gary Busey's chest and pulled out his heart <laughs> and said, now act. Kalima! <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't take, you can't have Gary Busey in a movie if you're not going to let him Gary Busey. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm wondering though if it was his choice to try, try and make, because he's trying to play maybe a, a straight arrow character and maybe that was the problem. That's not why his fans love him, though. No. So he should probably know that, although it, I don't know if he has all his faculties this to realize is, this. This was not the moment to try and turn on the acting. Yeah. <laughs> this, that, Let's this face is the movie it. That doesn't need... Now, granted, he's playing opposite uh, Daniel Stern, yeah. who is just going like full-on earnest. Like, yeah. This is the earnest movie that never got made. Ugh. He is playing a full-on, <laughs> just obnoxious, earnest world. Oh, God. And, I, and we hate earnest. <laughs> You know, there's been a cultural reappraisal of Ernest. Has there? Have you not read Nathan Raven? Oh, I still don't care because <laughs> we we grew up with that shit and and it 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 scarred us. Oh, that's that's only because your brother would go around saying, "Hey, Vern, why is it my brother and not yeah, yours?" Because he belongs to you. It's MJ's uh, dad. I don't it know is, who that is. Uh, it is my dad. Yeah, you can claim him. He's yours. <laughs> Has he referred to you as Vern? 
He did go around and say that a lot. Not to me, but he might have done that to my mom. Yep, that would make sense. I feel oh, like he yeah. would do that to my mom. And your mom would get the reference as well. So, And then she'd be like, why, <laughs> why? did I marry this dude? Well, I think she does that anyway. <laughs> yeah, most days. Yeah. So, ultimately, I mean, it, it, it is a fantasy film. Right, a little boy breaks his shoulder, and when it's reset, he is able to throw a baseball super, super hard. If you've ever seen a lucky cat, um, <laughs> that's what his arm does. <laughs> you know, he's, he's waving at you, but he has yes. a lot of force and no luck. And the sound effect of this. Oh, God, that was the was worst absolutely Rubber bands, horrible. right? It was like just oh. pulling rubber bands. Yeah, it was like, like oh. And they did it every time we would throw. Every time, except for... And it, it sounds like one his, his arm is going to snap off. Yep, it does. But it if does. you brought back like this horrific memory, there was this guy uh, named Dave Dravecki who was pitching for the San Diego Padres, and he pitched so hard that his arm fell off. Fuck you! Is that serious? <laughs> well, it came off like really, like almost, and then they had to actually remove his arm because it went out of the socket. Right? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. My mom a, pulled my arm out I of my socket that happened when I was a kid a, during a Cub game. I believe. How'd that happen? I was going to fall off the deck, and she oh. grabbed my arm really fast, and it sucked it right out of the socket. Yeah. I call uh, abuse, but she's dead now. There's nothing we can do about it. So. She saved your life, and she still felt guilty about it. It was I know. Kind of a weird dichotomy, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's anyone who loves me in any way. That's, that's what they, they, they you know, grapple with. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, so he's got this, this amazing arm, which, again, he... That he and his buddies are, you know, they go to the Cubs games, which purely is the only reason Sean wanted to watch this movie was just for the Cubs alone. The Cubs going and winning the World Series. We know they won yeah. the World Series in this one because he had a World Series ring at the end. Ah, right, right. He did. Yeah. Anyway. Although, I, I, you know, I do like, I really do, the best part about it was like a nerd was winning. Yeah, like the I underdog, mean, I, and like he got to um, he got to show off the fact that he he had a World Series ring. Yeah, like when he got back to school. Yeah, yeah that was the best part. You have to stick it to his bullies. Yeah, do we do we feel how was he twelve in this movie? Like something like that. I think he was twelve. I think he was twelve. Seemed like he had, yeah, he had, he had like a love interest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> Which was weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was something. <laughs> Unlike his mom has two love interests in the movie, Gary Busey and then uh, Bruce Other dude. Altman. Oh, Bruce Altman. The sure. ultimate 90s villain. Ugh. Or just the guy you don't want to marry in the film, but he <laughs> loves you anyway. That's it. That's just him. He's this. He's like going to be the stepdad. At he's, the the, he's the Chad of the film. And then uh, yeah, he just he's, he falls in he falls in love with like pimping out Henry's arm. Yeah. Henry's the kid and he's. Like, uh, he gets him in with the Cubs and then becomes his manager, quote-unquote. Yeah, self-appointed, by yeah. the way, which yeah. is odd. You know, wouldn't you talk to his mom first? I mean, you're fucking her. <laughs> yeah. Just ask. Do you mind if I become the I mean, I'm the one who got the deal. Mm-hmm. But, no, he, he, he didn't just ask. Well, since he, didn't, since he didn't do that, though, he didn't get anything from it. So. That's true. That's very true. It's all his own fault. Yeah. Tried to trade Henry to the New York Yankees. Yeah. Which, and, and not tell him. <laughs> and not tell him. Yeah. And just all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we packed up your shit. <laughs> Don't you want to go to New York? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> all, all the privilege that, that, that a white man tends to carry. Yeah. It's just, I've made this decision for you. Yeah. And like, he, 
he's the president of white people, <laughs> it, white men in this in this movie for sure. Like that that's that's that key role that that juicy role that everybody <laughs> wanted back then. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, it, so we already know that that's that's going to become a problem. Like we don't like him from the outset because right. the the kid, yeah, and the kid doesn't like him, and usually. That will tell you something at the beginning because if a kid has a bad and, feeling, and of course, mom's oblivious. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, she just wants love. She just know. wants. Gary she's, but, she's, well, she's, but she doesn't realize that right away. <laughs> no, it takes her a while because yeah, I mean, she's a, she's been a uh, what a solo mom for that kid's entire life, mm-hmm. and oh by the way, doesn't tell her son, you know, anything other than her, you know, his dad played baseball. But here's the thing. It wasn't him. And he wasn't even in the picture. He didn't die. Yeah, she doesn't know who he is. Yeah. No, no there's nothing about him. I do like that. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, honey, he could be anyone. He's out there somewhere, maybe. But that does leave up, lead up to that tearjerker moment where Henry's on the mound and he's lost his power in his shoulder. Uh-huh. And then he takes off his glove uh-huh. and he pulls back the tape. And it's her yeah, name. It's her name. It's his Mary. Oh, it was her glove. Yep. And she's in the crowd. She uh-huh. was cheap. It was me. She- <laughs> you know, the way you said aha took me back to when he's filming the Pepsi commercial <laughs> in this movie. Which, by the way... MJ wouldn't remember because uh, in the early 90s, we had Ray Charles saying, yeah. you've got the right one, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, he, they were actually featured on the can even. Like, I mean. It, Sounds familiar, yeah. I hated those fucking commercials. <laughs> hated them. And yeah, so he's, it, we have a, a moment where the kid's actually filming a Pepsi commercial. <laughs> it's like, God, could they do that? But again, this movie Prime real estate for product placement everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's Major League Baseball branded. It's Jesus. got all the teams. I mean, we the saw, logos. like, in a minute Wrigley Field. from the outset, we saw brands in their house, <laughs> all different kinds of cereal brands, which one actually was Quaker Oats, was one, and they don't make it anymore. And I'm like, God, I love that cereal. It was nice to see that in this movie. Mm. Um, actually, I would only recommend this movie just to see that cereal box. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I really, really like cereal. I, it was, it was, it was like Quaker is. Oat Clusters or something logo, like that. Logo to camera. Oh, logo exactly. Camera. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's, <laughs> the, the labels are turned out just right. Um, we've got Dan Hedaya in this movie, who I fucking love. I, I love him so much. because He's in every movie He's in every. Time. Oh, my God. He's like the Jürgen Prochnow <laughs> of Jürgen Prochnows. I mean, he really is. And um, it, it, I like seeing him, but he, he plays a real creep, real asshole in this movie. Um, again, probably the, the only reason I, I might have liked this movie was because I love Dan Hedaya so much. Oh. But I was, I was glad to see him. Otherwise, Daniel Stern pretty much renders this whole thing unwatchable. Every fucking second of him. You know what? It reminded me of Bob Odenkirk doing a, a bit. <laughs> Shaking the crime stick. Shaking the crime stick. Like he, I, I mean, it, oh my God. <laughs> Woody Cooks. Um, it, I, I kept like everything, even every delivery. It was mm. like in a Bob Odenkirk on Mr. Show delivery. And if it would have been Bob Odenkirk playing Daniel Stern, that would have been fucking hilarious. I would have, I would have loved that. But it's just, it is so obnoxious. So, it he, is just he the character named Bregma. Yeah, he's the pitching coach for the Cubs, but he's only the pitching coach for the Cubs because the 
real manager Albert Hall feels bad for him because he got beamed in the head by a ball when they were in the minors together. Right. So he has he has a brain injury. Yeah. He needs staff. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> He had no right to be on his own in this movie. <laughs> at one point, they're in a hotel, and he goes to wake up Henry, and he gets caught between the two doors. The two doors, yeah. They shut, and they just hold him there. What about uh, in in the in the dress or the what is it? Not dressing room, but whatever, whatever locker, room. locker room, and he yeah. gets locked in the baseball like the, the, the cage yeah. in the cage. Several times. Like, <laughs> why don't we just leave him there? He just keeps getting locked just in. Just leave him there. Oh, so Daniel Stern could go direct the rest of the movie. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I, I think a, a, you know, like a, a, a piece of seaweed could have directed this film better uh, than Daniel truly, Stern. I, I loved this movie when I was a kid. I because how? it's got the Cubs. Uh, uh, right, right. And that, that's like my thing. I love the Cubs. That was the know? only reason we had the Cubs to watch won the World this Series. Show. And you know, it, usually, usually that's a joke. Like in taking care of business, it's yeah. a joke. The whole thing is kind of a joke that the Cubs never win and. This guy to the point where this guy breaks out of jail so he can be there to see the Cubs in the World Series. Right. And then you know, it's like Back to the Future Two. The big joke is the Cubs versus the you know Florida mm-hmm. in the World Series. And lots of different movies over time have made jokes about the, how the Cubs never win and all that stuff. Wasn't until it Dream Team? I'm keep, I keep thinking it maybe <laughs> in Dream no, Team. Yeah. I thought that was the Mets, but No, that could be. Uh but yeah. I'm sure there was a Cubs everybody, joke in there. Everybody though. makes the everybody's making Cub jokes and and I did I like that this isn't a Cubs joke. Right. I mean the Cubs he are bad them in, in this a good movie, light. and he turns them around because mm-hmm. he's because he's got his magic arm or whatever but it's not a joke that they won. They they were really competitive so I right. appreciated that. Uh I hate this movie now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. You know it, it sucks too cuz janitor from Scrubs is in it. Oh, Neil Flynn. And I love him. The hidden ball trick. Oh. <laughs> he didn't have enough. You know, like uh, there were good people in this movie. That's like these, these were casualties that didn't have yeah. to happen. Why so. why did they give Albert Hall is not a naturally funny man. Mm-hmm. He's he's a very stern man. Yeah. He does, he's good at being stern. Yeah. But giving him a running gag about how he can't pronounce Henry's last name. Oh my god! Was tedious. It was tedious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he he, find, he he got it right once. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, he's got to have that poignant moment where he you know he's happy and he gets it right and everybody's surprised. He said his name right. <laughs> and then the minute that he doesn't <gasps> he doesn't pitch correctly, then he's we're right back to yeah. him forgetting how to say his name. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> it's a dumb. It's a dumb <laughs> joke in a dumb movie. <laughs> And it's just like, you can, that's the anatomy of a bad movie is that joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's plenty of them to be had in this movie. Because they're all bad. Oh. All the jokes are bad. This movie isn't funny. It's not funny. There is not a single good joke in this entire movie. No. Remember, like, like with him and his friends, like we have a lot of those scenes with him and his two best friends and, mm-hmm. you know, they they all love the Cubs, all this kind of shit. But, but then we try to like manufacture some sort of problem that i don't understand why it existed so were the two he was shooting a pepsi commercial and his friends he was supposed to meet his friends but he couldn't get there in time and he got there late and they felt like they'd blown he'd blown them off to be a big star right and so they went off without him but he showed up (laughs) he had jeans on and a t-shirt he was ready to to throw down get in that boat have some have some uh you know cheetos or whatever was facing (laughs) the camera Ritz crackers. Ritz crackers. Plenty of those. <laughs> it was nice to see the old Cheetos bag, though. I thought I forgot what it looked like. But no, it was it was still the same in my noggin. Um, but yeah, and then they just went off with him. He's like, dude, I, 
Like, you, you didn't even leave. <laughs> I'm on time, technically. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. These are little bitches. Mm-hmm. Little bitches who need to run home to their mommies. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, I, I don't know. It's like, that felt so, you know, contrived. Like, I just thought forced that was conflict, stupid. Yeah. yeah, forced conflict. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The best performance in this movie is by his mom. Yeah. She's really good. Yeah. Yep. In real life, her name's Amy. So, really? of course she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, got, like, I can recall genuinely being moved by that moment where he takes... Like that in 1993, having that be a, a reveal is right. kind of is kind of cool, honestly. Yeah, like that. I I did like that part. We like it up, was like a. Yeah, we put up with a lot of misogyny from this time. Period. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I, I want to to bring this up. Uh, what do you think of baseball, MJ? Um, I'm not huge on sports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what he's saying is. I couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's something. I mean, like. Well, I mean, they let game. They, they let twelve year olds play. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why I I said this was a fantasy, and also because he was a lucky cat arm, which wouldn't happen in real life. It's like I don't know why your your tendons have fused to your bone. There's nothing we can do. And not only that, but this doctor was such an asshole. He was such an asshole. Like, he, he told them to get out of his office at one point. Well, like because he punched him in the face. Well, he had it coming. He was an asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, fuck this movie. I mean, I, 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 I don't care about it's it. Just, the problem is I didn't realize just how obnoxious it was. Yeah. Like, I just did not. I, re- I couldn't recall just how terrible uh, Daniel Stern's earnest impression was. <laughs> Clearly, that's a character that was written for Jim Barney. There's right. no doubt. Right. I mean, that's a he's doing a full-on Jim Barney performance. So it's Bob Odenkirk doing Daniel Stern doing <laughs> Ernest. Yeah, yeah, doing, yeah. Doing Daniel Day-Lewis. Daniel Day- <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I might watch that movie. <laughs> they read you my left foot that way. <laughs> Is Daniel Stern's Bregba? <laughs> that would be fucking brilliant, actually. God. I like that idea. I like it's awful. <laughs> Holly Shore and Schindler's List. Schindler's List. That's a Daniel Stern in my list. <laughs> Daniel Stern's Bregma. We have the best ideas on here, <laughs> but nobody will take us up on them. Nobody. Um, I did. I, I do have to say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I do have to say in this movie, no one made my cunt list. That's good. I just didn't care about Not it. Not even Daniel Stern no. for directing this crap? No, because, I mean, honestly, you don't read bad shit about Daniel Stern in the news. Fair he, enough. I'm sure he's a fine guy. He just, I hated him in this movie. <laughs> I hated him for this and movie. He, and to his credit, he's decided to never direct again, so that's good. I think he made the right choice. <laughs> yeah. So. It's just, it's, it's, uh, it's so bad. Did you, did you enjoy seeing uh, the likes of Barry Bonds? Barry and Bonds uh, Bobby Bonilla, T- tiny Barry Bonds, pre-steroid oh. Barry Bonds. <laughs> remember, <laughs> remember the time. Oh, biggest misuse of an amazing, hilarious human being, John fucking Candy in this movie. Oh yeah. God damn it! They, I mean, he didn't have one moment where he was John Candy in this movie. Yeah, I think I think part of that was he didn't want to do Bob Euchre in Major League. 
because Bob Euchre had already played this character. It's true. <laughs> and Major League is an infinitely better film. And, you know, I think that's reflected by the fact that Candy didn't want anybody to know he was in the movie. Cause yeah, because he's uncredited. Even, he's uncredited even today on yep. IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seeing it on here on, on Wiki. It's, it's, it, as Cliff Murdoch, uncredited. Yeah. So. He doesn't. He just didn't want to tell anybody he was in the movie. So he didn't <laughs> He's like posthumously a genius. Aww. <laughs> R.I.P. John Candy. We miss you. Uh, he was in worse movies. He was. But... He was. <laughs> was it? Was it that one with Matthew Perry? Was yeah. that the Lewis and Clark one? Yeah. No, that was. Too, was that far? I that always far do away. that. Yeah. Dragon's East is the one. You're that's doing. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. Yeah, that was a bummer. Too many good people in this movie. Not enough good movie to yeah. go around. Like an inch of good movie. Who was the old guy who owned the Cubs? That, that was, was a really thin. Eddie Brackett. Was that Eddie Brackett? I think so. Yeah, that was a terrible joke as well. Him just being like a doddering old man. Yeah. Who yeah. comes around eventually to fire Dan Hedaya. Bob. Spoiler yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and then but the very fact that, that Dan Hedaya's character, Larry, mm-hmm. Larry Larry the fish fisher. Uh, um he gets demoted to being a a hot dog vendor. That was funny. Would why wouldn't you just fucking quit? <laughs> like, oh, I know I, I have to be a hot dog vendor yeah, now. I have I no autonomy. Choice, you know. Well, I mean if he he probably could he get another job? Is he really talented? That's true because else. because his I mean, he was appointed because he was family. So yeah, that, yeah, and he can't he can't even do that right. So that's true. That's true. Where else could he go, really? Yeah, <laughs> clearly. So, we got to talk about Gary, uh, Gary Busey's mustache. Oh, it had its own <laughs> like trailer. It definitely did. It, it was it was. It was not his, is what we're saying. Needless. It was so needless. Why did he have a mustache? Because it feels like in the 80s and 90s, it was a prereq for every baseball player to have a, a, a mustache. Maybe. <laughs> Possibly. It looked, I mean, it was, it was like a caterpillar. And, and, but it was like a flat caterpillar. Oh, you could you, see the glue. He, too many close-ups on it. Way Don't too many. Don't get too was, close to that. You, you could were very see, close to the mustache. You could like, see like the, the the glue that yeah. was holding it to his face. And it, it the close I mean the close ups really prove that it was indeed synthetic hair. <laughs> like if you put a lighter up to his face, it would have like immediately. Um he didn't need it. No. 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 It was not required. I I didn't even know it was Gary Busey to be honest until I, I didn't realize one, the I mustache. think that mustache is the one Busey thing. He's like, "All right, I'll do your movie." I just want a mustache. I just, yeah, and I'm not I, gonna grow. I'm not gonna grow it. No, because I have sporadic hair growth. I just so, want a mustache. Yeah, <laughs> but here's the thing about that. And actually, you know what? I want to Google this. I need to see if Gary Busey ever had a real mustache oh, on yeah. his own. I didn't recall uh, Busey having some facial hair. Well, I can't. I don't think I've ever seen full beard ba- Gacy, or ba- Busey, but uh, Gacy. <laughs> <Well, laughs> ah, same energy. Same energy. Same energy. Look at all these pictures. Good Christ. Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of beauty. <laughs> but there's Chet Stedman. Oh, my God. The, the immediate the first picture is Chet Stedman. That's crazy. Not, not the first choice for this role. Who was the first choice? You told me, didn't you? No. Oh, you didn't. No, you were, you were I just, saving I, this. I literally just read this okay. moments ago. 
Joe Pesci. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what? Joe Pesci. No. 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 What do you do instead? Casino? <laughs> Maybe. It's like, oh, rookie of the year, casino. <laughs> Of course it's it's Joe Pesci. The studio wanted to take advantage of the Home Alone connection between Stern and and Pesci. Oh, I see. Even though he is like, there's just no way that that, that, that Joe Pesci is a a pitcher. He's like three feet tall and is very, very, very Italian. I, yeah. Nothing against Italians. Italians, I'm sure, can pitch. You just don't see three feet tall Italian guys. With <laughs> throwing in the major leagues, it just doesn't happen very often. But, but, I, and and again, could you imagine the conversations with like <laughs> Amy Morton fall? Amy Morton, who is like six feet tall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Joe Pesci. Hey, get the get the orange crate out. We're gonna need uh, <laughs> we're gonna need some lifts for for Mr. Pesci. And again, I can say this because I'm four eleven. I have every right to make fun of another fellow short person. Yeah. So. Um, you probably shouldn't say anything because you're taller, <laughs> but Joe Pesci. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, come on. You're like, you're, you're like a, I don't know. You'd play a dad at best in a movie like this, you know, you could play the Dan Hedaya character. That would work. Yeah. But I mean, I'm I sorry. Buy that. I, I could buy him as a guy named the fish. He's <laughs> okay. Well said. That, I'm with you on that one. That. Yeah. But, but not as a major league baseball pitcher. No, doesn't no, work. it doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't yeah. know why they would want that. But I, 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 I'm glad that he that he went against that and said, you know what? I, yeah, I don't want to be in your movie. I don't want to be. In your movie. <laughs> so. Well, no, Daniel Stern actually said no to that. Oh, Daniel Stern did. Yeah, not because he didn't like Pashi. He didn't want the unfair comparison to Home Alone. Oh, which yeah, I guess sure. There wouldn't be. <laughs> Home Alone's good. You know, Rookie of the Year fucking sucks. So. Yeah. I mean, I, Joe Pesci can't talk. He made eight heads in a duffel bag. So. <laughs> and gone fishing. So he can't talk oh, at all. He's been right. in just as bad, if not worse, movies. Which was which was the movie where he was a bad landlord? Uh, the, the, the Super. The Super. Yeah. Another stupid movie. Yeah. He made a lot of bad choices. Yeah. yeah. I'm posting a picture. Oh, by the way, guys, we have a Facebook. And I'm it's posting. It's on the tree outside. It's yeah, on the tree. Know. No, no. I really have a Facebook profile for our Everyone is a Critic 1993 podcast. <laughs> and you can find it by searching Jurgen Prochnow's face because he is the face of our lovely podcast. Yeah. And I just added a picture, uh, not of Rookie of the Year necessarily, but of our Gary Busey family. Um, since we've been talking, ah! about- <laughs> good lord! Oh, wow. <laughs> so if you if you want to see a picture of Gary Busey um, and family, you can go over to our our Facebook page, and we are going to be updating that. We've been posting all of our past uh, podcasts; they're all up there. Carnosaur, of course, you, you definitely want to hear. Um, but yeah, so uh, eventually you're going to have to take that hotspot back to the library. But- I don't know about that. <laughs> I checked it out. It's legal. <laughs> and, I, and the lady said if, if no one else asked for it, I could keep it. <laughs> I'm friends with her. I'm really close with all the librarians. Anyway, yeah, so th- there it is. Um, it, it, but we will have our, our Rookie of the Year um, podcast 
up there for you to hear once we're done because we've got a whole other film to get to. That's right. Yeah. Uh, a much, much better film. Much better film. <laughs> we all felt like we could keep our skin on after this movie, uh, you yes, know? we appreciate it. Yeah, one. we did. MJ, any final thoughts on Rookie of the Year? It was, it was there. <laughs> Would you recommend it to a friend? No. <laughs> um... Lights flickered and there were colors and, and sound. <laughs> Somebody acted in it at one point. You like acting. There, there was some acting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, who fucking cares? Move on. <laughs> who fucking cares about MJ? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, you turned that around on me. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other movie that's uh, coming out this weekend, 30 years ago, uh, how many years before you were born? <laughs> uh, 11. 11 years. Wow. No. Yeah. 11 years? Yeah. Two th- or 2004, 1993. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the, the, the weight of age is just, is just hitting Amy now. No, Wait. Because it's only 30 years. And the the so ever looming specter of death. Oh, where ish, am I? But Am I at my house? Yes. <laughs> yes, you are at your house. Will you check real quick and see if I have pants on? <laughs> you do. Thank You're you. Good. Thank you. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm with you now. Robin Hood Men in Tights. Fan fucking tastic. Mel Brooks directed and written, starring Carrie Elwes as Robin Hood, and unfortunately, he has a co-star in the movie. <sighs> he made the cunt list, you guys. Uh, <laughs> Dave Chappelle as a you know again. We watched this movie, and we remember R.I.P. Dave Chappelle. We, yeah. we remember who we loved, who, who mm-hmm. is one of the, the greatest comedians of all time. But once you become a turf, we're kicking you to the curb. You're, you're dead on, to me. You're on the cunt list. Dead so, yeah. yeah, violation, major turf. He's right up there with J.K. Cunty Rowling. So, um, yeah, he's not going to come off this list, I can guarantee you no. that. No. Unless he uh, comes around and says, you know what? I was fucking stupid. Trans people are real. Um, uh, yeah, aside from that, I did miss this because I, he, he was really funny in the movie, yeah. sadly. Playing Achu. Yeah, yeah, Achu <laughs> and his dad, uh, Isaac Hayes, playing a sneeze. A sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh. like, it's just those dumb little jokes. Like, they're just so, some of them are just so kind of dumb that you kind of, like, you can't believe you're laughing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> they do that Achu, bless your joke twice <laughs> then they bury it with like a jew here <laughs> and it's funny because mel brooks is jewish um and he plays he plays what friar tuckman <laughs> or rabbi, rabbi tuckman rabbi, rabbi, rabbi tuckman, tuckman. Yes. and he, he that little guillotine that he uses oh, for god. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so good nip the tip nip the tip just put some ice on it. You'll be fine. Um, everybody in this movie. I, I loved everybody in this movie. Um, I, I, again, I didn't realize. I forgot Dom DeLuise was in this. Oh. I'm playing Don Giovanni. Yeah. He does a great Marlon Brando. He just, wow, chef's kiss. <laughs> so, so good. Um, but my favorite character in this movie is Blinken, for sure. Ah, Blinken. He does Blinken. steal the show repeatedly. Every it, he does. <laughs> it's the sideways tits for me. 
That yes. was that was the best. Mr. Robin, you've lost your arms. <laughs> you some great boobs. <laughs> the delivery, the delivery on that line. Reading the Braille Playboy. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting on the toilet. He doesn't realize the castle's gone. I did think that there was a draft. <laughs> they carried away the whole castle the whole on castle. wheels, <laughs> by the way. Wait, you know, I just realized. Up and left. Yeah, they just moved it on. I mean, a, a horse could not carry that. No, that it would take like 40, 50 horses. Right. But did they, did we wrap that up? Because Robin never went back to get the castle back. No, we, but he did get it back. Oh, he did because, get it back. Because uh, Patrick Stewart, at the uh, end, he was like, you can have all, all of your yeah. that, land that and your items back. So, it's your typical Robin Hood fair, only it's Mel Brooksian, so it's really fucking funny from start to finish. I mean, just, even with the arrows hitting the rooftops <laughs> in the beginning of it, and with all the credits. Every time and, they make a Robin Hood movie, they burn down our... <laughs> Because <laughs> I think they did that in the in the, uh, in the uh, Kevin Costner Robin yeah. Hood. That was the opening was them firing fire arrows. Why did they keep doing this? <laughs> then they all then they all see something like leave us alone, Melbourne. Leave us alone, Melbourne. Oh my God! Yeah. So I mean, just again, it's 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 the typical fare, but it's it's made it's made funny. It's. It, it, I, I get the spaceballs thing. I'm getting like I'm getting all, all of those really great moments. The only thing that I, the only problem I had with this movie is that sometimes we had a beat too long. Did you pick up on that? Yeah, kind of. Sometimes. Sometimes it was it, like we had that that one beat where nobody says anything, and I you, like you want it to go at a faster pace, and that was the only thing that bothered me. But mm-hmm. again, that could have been a choice. Right. I don't know. The gay humor did age poorly yeah. as well. Yeah. Although the, the song, that I, I feel like was intentional. Yes, like that one it, it it goes into places that are you know like you know baiting on stereotypes and right. whatnot. But but it comes around to, to be about them being insecure about wearing tights. Right, and then they, they end the song with "I'm Butch." <laughs> <laughs> that was such a great song. I, I oh, really yeah. I loved the performance. I loved the dance. That was fantastic. It <laughs> was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, I think that look, there. But who who was it that made what what gay jokes am I am I not thinking of that you Bagelas. Oh, I know, but it still cracked me up. Though. <laughs> I think a, a, a gay man would even one, tell you so. that, but it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> uh, uh, just a little, just little things. Yeah, I mean, but not not so much that it's like egregious. Like you would. It's just cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Um, <laughs> I mean. Credit Brooks, though, for that meta joke that opens the movie about uh, every movie has to have a rap breakdown now. (laughs) (laughs) In the wrong hands, like, they're trying to treat that seriously. In his hands, it's very, very funny. Because he's accomplishing both, like, narrating the story, but also being very funny about the idea that everybody has to do a cringy rap breakdown in their movie now. Because we make the movies for the kids. You know, those teens, oh, yeah. they love their rap music. Oh. So let's give them a little taste of that. And, and real, like, I, when I say real films, I mean, like, you know, a regular film that isn't a parody or, you know, like, isn't like this would do that to us. Like, think like Romeo and Juliet, you know, or something like that, where they're like rapping about the Montagues and the Catholics. Like, just don't do that. No. Don't fucking do that. Um, it, it, I remember us being like 15 and 16, like, you know, it just, 
you're so condescending with that bullshit, you know? So it was funnier in this movie. Just a, like, kind of a, I'm not sure how related this is, but it's a bit of an aside. We did sleepaway camp movies yeah. on, on the regular uh, feed of everyone's critic. And uh, the, the woman who played the original Angela slash Peter yeah. in the original sleepaway camp, uh, she went on to star in a, uh, in a, uh, <laughs> a video about food safety. What? In which she played a rapping mom to be. Stop it! <laughs> oh wow! Who raps about food safety? Oh, <laughs> is that something is I can post? Yes, <laughs> yes, it is actually. <laughs> I, I think it's called Mom to Mom Number Two B, uh, but the the but the short itself is about food safety. I saw it on Red Letter Media. They did a bit. They did a piece on it on one of the best of the worst episodes. That was very, very funny. <laughs> Rapping about food safety. Yeah, Felissa Rose is her name. I uh, oh my god, I, I can't wait. I'll put I'll put that up on our uh, our Facebook as well. Yeah, you throw that out there. Let everybody see it. MJ, oh. you've got to see what we went through in the nineties. Oh boy, oh, Felissa <laughs> Rose. I got you. Okay. F E L. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't. Ooh. MJ, do you have a favorite uh, a favorite joke in this movie? Uh. I really, I don't know. I really still liked the, 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 the Playboy thing, and then the, um, the carrying that the castle away. Like you're literally <laughs> taking some- that idea has always been funny to me, though. Yeah. Like every time I see like a house being moved, I laugh so hard. <laughs> it's like it was you, you buy a new buy house. a new house. <laughs> don't move your current house. One of my favorite jokes of all time is uh, this. Is the Simpsons? They like destroyed Springfield, so they moved the town ten miles down the road, and everybody's houses That's are just right. flying down the road. That was a Steve Homer, Martin episode, wasn't it? Homer just gets up to just goes to leave the house, and jumps across the street <laughs> to, <laughs> to Moe's, goes over to Moe's <laughs> while they're <laughs> all <on>. moving. <laughs> Did they move to Shelbyville? I, I, they moved ten miles up the road. Oh, okay, yeah. Because <laughs> Steve Martin, right? They just re- yeah, because yeah. Homer was in charge of the garbage. Yeah. Oh, it, that's one of my favorite episodes. Easily, <laughs> fantastic. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, okay, so uh, Carrie Ellis. Yeah. Obviously, the, the perfect Robin Hood. Absolutely. Like he can play a genuine Robin Hood. He, he he's he's so good looking. So like his his humor is kind of a, it's a bit. You don't expect it, but then if you watch Princess Bride, you already know what he's capable of. Yeah. Um, I love him. <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that he got this, and and we could forget about the crush. <laughs> yes, you know what absolutely. I mean? Like we can just we can just shit but, the crush right yeah, out, yeah. you know, and and, and be done with it. So <laughs> this made up for that. Yeah, good for you, Carrie. Uh, we got Richard Lewis in it, who plays the uh, the prince, Prince John, with the mole, with the mole, the, the mole that kept moving. Which <laughs> yes. what a great gag! I, I love anything mole. like that. Oh my god. That's a reference. Yeah. Uh, it's a reference to uh, Young Frankenstein. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, I might have seen that. I'm but sure you Young Frankenstein? With, with Gene Wilder. Maybe. Sexy, Maybe. sexy Gene Wilder. Oh, my God. By the way, <laughs> uncredited in this movie. Huh? He was a party guest. What? Yeah. For no. Real? Yes, he was. What? Yes, he was. How would we not see him? I don't know, but it says it right here. Gene Wilder as party guest uncredited. That's crazy. I know. I have no idea. I, that's that's now I want to go back and watch it. Um, and then for you mystery <laughs> science theater fans, uh, Corbin Al- Alred, who is in uh, Quest of the Delta Knights, 
one of the best episodes of season 10. I'm sorry to me. That is, um, we, we get him doing another horrible English accent in this movie, but instead he's just the boy <laughs> and he, oh, he, the only way he can, he can run is if he screams while he's running. <laughs> oh, yes. I fucking love that. I love that moment. That was so great. He did to kill a King's dad. <laughs> Roger fucking Reese in this movie. <laughs> I love him so much. The talent it takes oh. to say the lines backwards. Backwards, Or yeah. to just simply rearrange the words that he does. Yes. Amazing. I got to think about that, too. I'm like, imagine imagine getting a script, yeah. and those are the lines that you have to remember. Like, I just like that, especially if you're dyslexic, that would fuck the <laughs> oh, head wow. up, Wouldn't it? Oh, my God. Holy shit. But now imagine you have to do this performance in the wake of what Alan Rickman did in, in Robin Hood. Right, in Prince which of Thieves. Which is already just an insane performance. Oh, like, my God. There's this line from Rickman in, in Prince of Thieves. It's a Robin Hood movie with Kevin Costner where he's like, I'm going to cut his heart out with a spoon. <laughs> like, and only fit, Rickman. That would fit perfectly in this movie. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And again, I love, I, I love, we miss Alan Rickman, but, but you I'm have not, to admit, I mean, the challenge that Roger Rees has here yeah. is amazing. God, <laughs> and he's fucking great. And he, yeah, everything he does, he he does so well in this movie. And you you wait for him to have that. I mean, he, I, I like kind of how him and Richard Lewis would play off of each other as well. Richard Lewis, kind of like he's he's your favorite neurotic comedian, but I, I felt like he didn't get enough. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted him to be more neurotic. Mm-hmm. I wanted him to be Richard Lewis <laughs> as Prince John, playing Richard Lewis. That's what I wanted. But um, one but of I, the weirdest, funniest fart jokes in movie history. He's, <laughs> he's in the bath and he's got these guys blowing bubbles through a tube, <laughs> and Roger Rees walks in and like sniffs the air and he says, "Those aren't my bubbles." <laughs> <laughs> from the tubes. They're from the tubes. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that though. I fuck. I, I, I mean, just to even have four people in there just blowing into your bath <laughs> to give you the, the bubbly sensation. Oh, I'm yes. a fan of that. I love that. That's so great. Um, Amy Yazbek. Yeah, love her. I love her. I love her so much. She's the best Marion I've ever seen. Um, I love that. It's one of the, one of the best, you know, reveals of a character is that camera. Like you can hear her singing, and we're 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 just getting right. We're getting closer yeah. to that stained glass window. And we, we go inside, and there she is. She's singing, and all of a sudden, she, they crash. And it's a fucking camera goes right through the stained glass window. The meta humor before oh. such a thing ever existed. Well, it happened to, to Dick Van Patten later on as he's walking with his staff. Yeah. And he's going to marry the two of them. And he just walks right into the camera. Oh, it's, <laughs> and it just hits and it the comes, ring. Uh, rule of three, it comes back in the third act yeah. where... They're, fi- they're having the sword fight, and he goes to stab Re- Roger Rees, and he stabs a guy with a bagel in the crew. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It's a call. They did that. They did the same thing in High Anxiety, and I believe, and in Young Frankenstein as well. Yes, <laughs> it, it, and it never gets old. Like I, I, I fucking love that. It's just that the shit. perfection of how he does it. Right. Like <laughs> let, let the cat in. It's okay. a. It's a reference to Psycho, too, as well, which uh, they have a scene in where the, not the camera doesn't go through the window. It goes up to the window and then inside perfectly. Right, right. And Citizen Kane does it as ah, well. Ah, Harry Potter does it as well. I, I do remember that one scene. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's, it's, but having the camera just smash right through it, too. <laughs> and then, like, it slowly backs out. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, anyway, and she gets on with her song. Her whole, her whole chastity belt. 
Was it um, ever ever? It's one of those like old oh, yeah. uh, workout. Yeah. You know, like a sports thing. Sports, yeah, yeah a sports brand. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I. That's so. It's ah. Oh. It is the key to the greatest treasure of the land. <laughs> Yeah, his dad leaves oh, in the wow. key to the greatest treasure of the land, and it's her chastity belt. <laughs> That's brilliant. But then, you know, again, I, I I love that too at the end where where it doesn't unlock it, and he's like, oh, I know, we'll call a locksmith. Call a locksmith. Call a locksmith. Call a locksmith. <laughs> God damn it, this movie. That was great. That was great. So many, so many. Tracy Ullman, who I love. Oh, Latrine. I love Latrine. <laughs> What was her original name? Like Shithouse. Shithouse. <laughs> we changed it to Latrine. Good change. Good, good change. Good Very change. good change. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, she and she was great. And you realize the pill that she gave him at the was end, a like lifesaver. it was a lifesaver. <laughs> well, he's Literally a lifesaver. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Um, going back to Blinken though. Uh, I, I just, I just was having this thought. It's when, at, like, even, like during the dance sequence, during all of the, 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 the commitment to being blind in this movie, and the help of uh, Eric Allen Kramer, Little John, <laughs> yeah. to kind of guide him around and 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 make it look good. I mean, funny, but yeah. good. I loved that. I love that kind of commitment to it. The best scene, though. He's up in the lookout trench. <laughs> yes. Lincoln be the lookout. <laughs> and he's oh, fucking God. blind. Yes. Yes. They made Fantastic. him the lookout. And he's like, what are you doing up there? Guessing. <laughs> I guess, guess, guess no one's coming. <laughs> Get down from there. <laughs> and then he, he's like, oh, the ladder. And then his butt knocks the ladder <laughs> off. And then he just fucking falls. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, oh, he, and then he, he gets his sight back. Yes, he thought he was. he thought he wasn't blind anymore. And then. Runs into a tree. <laughs> nope, nope, I was wrong. I was wrong. God. How did this guy not act more? Mark like, Blankfield. Yeah, uh, I, I have no idea. Well, he's still around. He's still doing it. So he did. He was in Sledgehammer. Oh, of course he was. He was in Dracula Dead <laughs> Loving It, too. He was in the, oh, he was in The Jerk? Oh, no. The Jerk 2, a movie sequel. Fuck that shit. Yeah. That um, sound good. That oh, he, sound good. But he's going to be, he's going to be on Good and Evil. Good and evil. Yeah. What is that? It's a TV series. It's very funny. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I like him. He's 73 years old. That's crazy, right? Holy shit. Damn. Yeah. He was on Saved by the Bell. I don't remember that episode, but... Oh, God, I think I do. Yeah, I think I kind of remember that. <laughs> oh, that's I, so weird. It makes sense that he would be on Night Court. He seems like a guy that would have been on Night Court. <laughs> that's funny. That's And Arrested Development. Holy shit. Mark Blankfield, well done. I might have a cardboard cutout made of you as well as Aww. as Blinken. As Blinken. As Blinken. <laughs> I I remember a lot of like my friends in high school when they went and saw this in the theater, and yeah. I remember a lot of them going, "Oh God, it's 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 so funny, it's so funny." And I, that's why I kept thinking, I don't know if this movie's going to hold up because yeah. I remember seeing it at that age too, and it's like, yeah, it was really funny, but a lot of my friends were douchebags, <laughs> so maybe it's you know just. The humor that they got, but for, for, I don't know exactly why. But this is kind of often talked about as lesser Mel Brooks, yeah, know, in comparison to like Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles and so. I'm not a big fan of Young Frankenstein. What? I just don't find it that funny. I, <sighs> Go all sit that, in your car. I, honestly, though, no. What you were talking about with like the dead spots—that movie feels like more dead spots than 
than big funny moments. See, <laughs> but there's something about Gene Wilder and Dead Spots that I'm fine with. Because <laughs> he could just do mean mug the camera and I'm fine. Just look at me, <laughs> say something horrible, and then walk away. Like I, Gene Wilder is, is a god. He's a god amongst men. He shouldn't be... Dead. I, I had this here. delightful moment uh, watching. The, I watched this woman on YouTube, Ashley Burton, uh, awkward Ashley. She does yes! movie reactions, and and she's got this thing where she'll just tell you once, just straight up, like, "Oh, he could get it." <laughs> That's her thing. Like, like she's assessing a, a good-looking man, and I was stunned into silence when she goes, "Gene Wilder, he could get it." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like she wants to marry him. Like that's her, that's her guy now. It's Gene Wilder. I yeah. He's if, if you if you're into comedy, if you're into that kind of thing, he he is. He's just one of those unforgettable. And, and Willy Wonka, dude. I don't think anybody will ever do it the way it should be, which is Gene Wilder. He, mm-hmm. he is Willy Wonka. So all the memes tell you. All the memes tell you. <laughs> That's where people know his face from. They do. It's entirely really. Means. Tell me again. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've seen those. <laughs> and those people, and you know, of course, your favorite. Those people who don't know how to use memes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I shouldn't make fun because for a long time I didn't know what a meme was. I thought it was meanie. <laughs> <laughs> this is that gift gif thing all over a again. Gift gif thing. Exactly. <laughs> no one ever actually really truly knows what that is, by the way. It could be GIF, it could be JIF. I think the creator of it said it was JIF, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't I'm not ever gonna say JIF. That's a peanut be. butter. That's it is. not it is a peanut butter. Oh my god. <laughs> it's got a J. That's how that <laughs> works. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Um Te- oh, what was it? Uh, the guy who at the gallows. Oh yes. Fuck. Why can't Why can't I remember his name? <laughs> God damn. Oh, uh, Robert Ridley. Yeah. Was in Blazing Saddles, and he basically did this. Did the same bit. Same yeah. bit, and it works. It. it I mean, a so lot of good. times it's like, okay, we're capitalizing off of something that was like probably ten times funnier still, but I mean, I. It, it still worked in this movie. The first time I like truly understood visual humor was, was Blazing Saddles. Like, yeah. And it's just a shot of like Mel Brooks, or, or is it, no, not Mel Brooks, uh, the other guy, um, Hedley Lamar. Yeah. He goes to the window to, to, to see what, and he looks out of the executioner, and the executioner's got a guy and a horse both wearing nooses. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to hang the guy on while he's sitting on a horse. Yes! God damn it. Again, I'm going to have to watch Blazing Saddles tonight because I <laughs> fucking love that movie. It's so good. You need to see that movie. I think you'd love it, MJ. That, that would be, yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. I only. If you like this kind of movie, then you would like Blazing Saddles. And it was uh, very much ahead of its time. Yeah, I thought I had heard. That might have been one of them that was at my. Uh... I went to horse camp, and um, <laughs> that might have been one of the movies that we could have watched. That'd be really funny. <laughs> Blazing Saddles, guys, you're all under 10 and you're at horse camp. Yeah. That makes well, sense. The, the farting scene is going to be appealing that, to that crowd. Well, there it is. That was our, our grandma. Um, uh, we called her Soup. Um, that was her favorite scene in Blazing Saddles. And I couldn't believe it because our, our grandmother was was rather proper and, and you know, you know, you know what I mean. Um, 
So that scene, whenever it, it would come on, I would look over and she would be taking her glasses off and wiping her, her eyes because she was laughing so hard at that. And I, I remember that like it was yesterday. Um, it's like giving you permission to laugh. Exactly. Otherwise, you're just sitting there like. Well, because for the longest time, and I still, I stand by this. Um, I'm not that crazy about fart jokes. It no. has to be done right. Yeah. So. I don't like them at all. No. I, I Even if they're done right, it's like, okay, cool, but nah, not for me. Well, you have to remember, like, Blazing Saddles, though. They're all sitting around eating cans of beans. They're out on the on the dusty trail. Oh. Of course, they're, they're, they're going to be passing <laughs> the gas. Um, well, yeah. it, the key to it, though, it's it's basically what they did with the it's, the Simpsons ripped it off with like the uh, the sideshow Bob rake gag, where it just goes on for so long <laughs> that it goes from it's like really funny, yeah, and then it becomes like how long is this going to go on? Oh my god! And then it keeps going and it becomes funny again. <laughs> That's Mel, Bro- Mel Brooks invented that. <laughs> he did. And you know, Seth MacFarlane did that on Family Guy with beating up the chicken. <laughs> that chicken fight will never not be funny to me. Every time that chicken shows up and you're like, oh, fuck, here we go again. And then it, the, the, the falling on his knees and like, ah. Yeah. Ah, I love, I love that bit too. But you don't seem as, as impressed by that. <laughs> Family Guy has not uh, risen well. in my estimation. It's Family Guy. Yeah. It was, it was never trying to be anything other than... I, I don't have a problem with it because I don't think Seth's ever done anything terrible that I'm aware of. So, <laughs> yeah, um, no, so I don't have that problem with it. But like, I just it it kind of got unfunny after a while. Well, we both stopped watching it when there's so much blood. Yeah, there's a lot of Stewie falling killing, down. Like the, and, yeah. the, the killing Brian thing. Yeah. Like the what that why first of all. There's just yeah, we didn't need the gore. Yeah. The gore was unnecessary. It just got needless. Yeah. The first five seasons are awesome, though. I, yeah. I still stand by that. Um, yeah, so... Ow. Headphone. Um, <laughs> Megan Kavanaugh as Broomhilda. <laughs> are you okay with that? I... I Yeah. Okay. I guess. <laughs> it, is, it, is a, it is a just one long fat joke. It is. The entire movie. Um, especially when she jumped and the horse moved. Oh. I still laugh because you know, okay, Megan Kavanaugh. Just just to say this, she had a shit ton of padding yeah. in this movie too. So I mean, you know, but yeah, it's it's not exactly body positive at this point, mm-hmm. and and t- too easy. But Megan Kavanaugh is such a great actress; she could pull it off. She did a fantastic job. Um, she's working that accent like she's yeah. Cloris Leachman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Well, you know, again, Mel Brooks couldn't do a movie without, like, you know, <laughs> an, a, a, a subtle nod to a past film. Yeah. But, yeah. Maybe that's the problem that some people have. Like, there are so many homages in the humor yeah. of this movie that maybe that's why people see it as lesser than Blazing Saddles. Or I could see that. Uh, I disagree. I, I I like that about these films, yeah. actually. Because it I makes it feel like a universe. Kind of, well, it's something kind of evolving about that. Yeah. Like, hey, you, your friend pointing out something that you both... Uh, like from back in the day, like yes. we've been doing throughout this entire podcast. Exactly. <laughs> we do through every podcast. Honestly, we're off topic. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Keep going. Um, yeah. Again, yeah, I would I would say that 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 would be one of my. Uh, I I love that about about Mel Brooks movies. Um, I just love Mel Brooks. Honestly, 
I love Carrie Elwes, and he's the reason why this this works for me. Yep. He's because he's doing an actual Robin Hood and also being funny on top of it. Yeah, like the entire fight scene where he, after the immediately after he drops the boar on the chip on the table. And, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everything like he's doing full on um, the original Robin Hood from Adventures of Robin Hood back in the 1930s. He's oh, doing sure. that, yeah. And there's just this subtle thing where when they're sword fighting, he is smiling the entire yes. time, never yes. stops smiling. <laughs> it's so great. I, he's having such a fantastic time, and you can see it. Like I love it when uh, Blinken brings him a, a beer yeah. in the middle of it. He's still he's moving his sword, <laughs> yes. and he's like, that "Are we winning, fantastic. sir? <laughs> yes, we are, Blinken." And he just takes a drink. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, it looks like they all. I mean, this this had to be one hell of a set to be on. How yeah. much oh, fucking fun! That would be so much fun. Absolutely. I think back to that. Uh, you know, the the big dance scene uh, where men in tights. Yeah. The Dave Chappelle of today would not be willing to do that. No. And there he is in the chorus. Yep. <laughs> dancing like everybody else, singing along. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because, yeah, I, I don't think I could see him doing like, like, like he almost would, would want to divorce himself from something like that, even though it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, minor moisture in this film, very minor moisture. Uh, when, when little John falls into the, the very deep, River. Uh, yes, it was, it was so <laughs> deep. I we thought we were gonna lose him. I know because he can't swim. He no, he can't swim. He can't swim. Oh my god, it's like the he's this. flailing. <laughs> I lost. can't. I can't swim. I'm drowning. <laughs> it's two inches of water. <laughs> I like that 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 line from Dave Chappelle. This ain't exactly the Mississippi River. <laughs> East, west, and then he just stands there right in the middle of it. <laughs> it's the principle. It's the principle of the thing. Fighting little John. Um, oh God, yeah. So uh, like all these, all these moments. Like when the fucking they have horse jockeys on camels. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, out yeah, of fucking nowhere, a random just, joke. Just, just walking. Uh... Yeah. It's... <laughs> the amount they really jump around uh, with technology they as do. well. <laughs> like they're using <laughs> can like the or the. Yeah, catapult. Yeah, catapult. Yeah. But then, you know, they've also got a crossbow, like a crossbow <laughs> crossbow, not like a No, like a gun timey gun. Crossbow. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, um what about the he has the remote control to the <laughs> beep beep. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> and the bars the come down. Palace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that we we jump all over these movies. Like yeah. when we when we when we talk about we these movies. We can't be linear. We can't impossible. be linear at all. Yeah. And that's but you know it it works for a movie like this because yeah. this movie is it's it's one of those things where you 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 dip into it like there's those just your memories dip into like oh and then there's this fucking scene and then there's this fucking scene and oh just every every last one of them so good um the night is young and you're so beautiful is <laughs> such a great uh, that is such a terrific scene. The, the ch- I don't know. I want to know who sang that because <laughs> that wasn't Carrie Elwes. There's right. no way that Carrie Elwes yeah. sang that because no. this guy was like a he was a deep. <laughs> um, and and I called... love the idea of somebody who's being sang at, like reacting like how you would if you're being <laughs> sang at at that volume. And he holds on to Amy Yatsbeck and her hair goes flying back as he's singing to her. But it's it's the oh, so oh you're singing yes okay and they're singing behind the sheet. This is this is lovely. <laughs> All of these guys like sit down like they're about to watch a smut film. Yes. 
and ending with his with his sword. <laughs> yeah, singing oh, the background music, and she's like, "What?" The fuck's going on? <laughs> and his sword looks like his dick at the end of yeah. it. I just, yes. yeah, fucking Great. classic. Great or, or, or when he's fighting, um, uh, the sheriff. Yeah, and they end up doing shadow puppets on the fucking wall. <laughs> yes. God damn! And to me, yes. shadow puppets in any movie is never not funny. It's I love. <laughs> His cause his dog ate the rabbit. Like it just oh, you know <laughs> done for. <laughs> and that's the thing that says it's turned the tide in favor of the sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> shadow puppets. Shadow puppets. Oh, yes. God damn. God you damn. You defeated my shadow puppet. <laughs> that's how MJ always fights their conflicts. Oh yes. <laughs> shadow puppet battles. They get so intense. I yes. sometimes. Sometimes I'm scared I won't come back. No, you, you, you never break character. You keep no, it going. Okay. That is a fabulous duck. <laughs> that is one fabulous duck. You are you do have a gift. I do. I, I feel like I do. That's what my mom tells me. That's well. <laughs> what else would she tell you? I mean, honestly. You never know. <laughs> Sometimes she tells me things she that you. I don't want to hear. <laughs> like clean up the cat vomit. No. <laughs> no, no, I don't often hear that. Is that a that. reference to Rookie of the Year? Uh, oh, God, no. It's the <laughs> fact that Fuzzy doesn't like to clean up cat vomit. Period. Do not enjoy cat Nobody vomit. Nobody does. I don't think there's anybody who does. I, uh, I think you're the most normal person with that. That is not a... Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> don't, do not call MJ normal. <laughs> you get right the fuck out of that's, here with that. That's, that's offensive. That's offensive. That's offensive. <laughs> Okay, Normie. Uh, hey, <laughs> we're we're getting we're getting crazy up in here. Exactly, exactly. Um, gonna end up on your Tumblr blog. <laughs> hey, we only use our Tumblr blogs for reblogging things about Umbrella Academy and pictures of food, I guess, and cats and cats. You know, God, and like cats. a middle-aged woman. When are when did you become a middle-aged woman? I I don't know. Don't do that. <laughs> Stay you. You don't deserve this. I don't even deserve this. Uh, I'm depressed now. <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't want to get it. <laughs> no, no. Um, hey, hmm. question. Yeah. Like, okay, so we were almost gonna watch Coneheads today. Yeah. Almost. Almost. I'm glad we chose not to. Um, not that I hated Coneheads. I have fond memories of Coneheads. I'm still going to watch it, I think. But Yeah, but I'm still glad, like, when, but why, the question is, why, why, why? did you only tell us Coneheads last week and not give us other options? And then today it's like, <laughs> we got four movies we can choose from. I, Fuck you, know, you. I didn't realize. Oh my I God. forgot. You know. you're, <laughs> you're like the president of this podcast of this whole <laughs> operation we look to you for answers yes and if you if you slightly veer and, and misguide us in any way i don't trust you did, anymore did we watch the movie we, we did, did. we did watch we did. The movie. i'm just so saying i i did tell you I just feel like you don't care <laughs> god damn it just like i told you that next week we're watching so i married an axe murderer oh see yeah. now again fond memories but mike myers i got I, I got weird, weird things. Yeah, because he, he's not good anymore. Yeah, he hasn't been funny in twenty-five years. 
See, and that's the thing. Like, I had a crush on him during this period of time. When so. did Shrek come out? Was Shrek funny? Hey, Shrek 2 is the best Shrek of all. Shrek 2. Shrek. 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 That totally Shrek me out, yo. Yeah, man. It Shrek. Uh, yeah, so uh, I still think it'll be good. Nancy Travis yeah. is in it. I just realized she works with uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor, so I don't give a fuck about uh. it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> sorry, alliances do count. <laughs> you will make the cunt list. <laughs> Tim Allen, put him Tim on. Allen. <laughs> God, you think I would have remembered? Like I, that would have been just should have been. Um, yeah. So next week we'll do that. Now, don't forget, we got our Facebook up. Everyone's a critic. 1993. You'll know it because I did a great Photoshop of the every everyone's a critic podcast banner. It was pathetic. <laughs> I worked so hard on choosing the Pantone color of the blue that I wrote with my with my mouse. Not easy to write with a mouse. I mean, yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. But yeah, uh, we'll have this up there. Um, we also we we're getting, we we are starting a Patreon. I just haven't moved on with it yet because it takes me a long time. Mm-hmm. So having said that, if you'd like to hear or, you know, this podcast, you'd like me to send you a VHS copy of this podcast, please do by sending a self-addressed stamped envelope to 6969 69th Street, Pueblo, Colorado, 69696. 